0: Welcome to episode 6 of Need a Carry Bro Podcast. This episode was one we had planned, and the universe had other plans for us. We got a late start, as a storm blew my neighbor's tent that covered his entire deck into our yard. And the kicker? He was gone for the weekend. Parasite nine, Mike decided to take revenge for the replacement last week and cut out 10 minutes in. And last but not least, a skunk spooked our rescue pup, Moose, in the yard, and he brought inside a present. A paw full of poop. For those that were watching live, thank you so much for hanging in there and staying with us until the end. Without any further delay, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 6 of Need a Carry Bro Podcast. It's November 12th. Uh, actually it's November 13th. We got a late start. 2021. (laughs) Yeah, we had a neighbor's tent fly into our yard, kind of derail the day. Um, Yeah. What you been doing all week, Parasite Nine?
1: Uh, not a lot, to be honest.
0: No, we got rained out again for our cosplay secret cosplay photo shoot.
1: Very rainy this week. No, I was sick.
0: Oh well, yeah, you got sick after the last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> nothing gaming wise. No, no new animes. Nothing. No. Cool, cool. Ah, there's that feedback on your mic. Oh my god. <laughs> And and there's a doggo with a sweater Alright, I guess let's get into it Uh, after our Stream that was cut short Uh, the live letter went out For Final Fantasy, and uh Yeah, Endwalker's been Delayed for two weeks So, Early Access will start on December 3rd. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of eyes on Final Fantasy. It's been kind of the MMO dump. The uh, World of Warcraft refugees pretty much home. So, you know, there's a lot of eyes on it. And Yoshi-P, who's the developer who plays the game, I mean, he lives and breathes it. He apologized. Mm, He shed a few tears. And, you know, this is one of their biggest expansions, and they're wrapping up their initial storyline. So, yeah, I'd rather have a finished product than something that's rushed or has to be cut into patches. So, I know there's a lot of people that are bummed, took time off from work, but you know what? I'd rather have a finished game than uh, one that launches with bugs. All right, what do we got for Genshin?
1: Uh, We actually have a lot for Genshin. So, earlier today, they had um, a live stream on Genshin's official Twitch account about the upcoming 2.3 update, um, which... Includes a lot of new information. We have some seasonal and then permanent additions to the game and some mini-games as well. Um, But let's get into the event that's ongoing right now. We have Dreams of Bloom event going on right now. It's divided into two parts, which is Seed Exchange that started today and ends on the 18th. Um, And the Flower Exchange, which starts today and ends on the 22nd, you have to be Adventure Rank 30 or above. Have unlocked the Serena teapot and then complete the Arc Conquest Retail Escape Plan in order to participate in this event. Um, so, the first six days of this event, you have to bring materials to. I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's like, Sakuya? Um, this NPC. You have to bring her uh, some materials and you get rewards in like six Dream Bloom seeds, which are these flowers that you'll eventually get to plant in your Serena teapot. You can Collect a whole variety of these, um, but you actually have to visit your friends and other players in order to get different types of seeds. So So this event's kind of cool.
0: So is it limited? Um, How many seeds can you buy?
1: So Genshin also announced that they're adding a new type of character banner today, which I think is going to lose a lot of people. Oh, really? So they're going to be having um, character reruns in the same banner. Oh, okay. Um, Eula and Albedo are well it's two separate banners but the pity is shared between both and they're going to be ongoing at the same time
0: wait wait. so you're telling me they're running which I don't two? know
1: feels like kind of a money grab to me
0: yeah can you hear me go okay, ahead so hit us to with, to the start Genshin over news again. with the Genshin yeah <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so for Genshin Impact we have the Dreams of Bloom event that's going on right now it's um Cut into two parts. We have the seed exchange beginning today, ending on the 18th, and then the flower exchange beginning today and ending on the 22nd. You have to be AR-30 or above to participate in this quest. You must also have unlocked the Serena Teapot and completed the Archon Quest Retail Escape Plan. So for the first six days of this event, you're going to bring materials to an NPC that's requesting them. And then you get rewards in six dream bloom seeds, which you're going to be able to actually plant in your serenity pot Um, to get all the variety of seeds, though. You do have to visit your friends and other people's worlds um, because seeds are different for each world Uh, this morning. Genshin Impact had a live stream on Twitch on their official channel where they released a lot of details about the upcoming 2.3 update, which we're going to be getting um, sometime in winter. Of this year okay so, so there's some
0: so what happened oh, on the live stream you caught a little bit of it tell me what happened
1: yeah so a lot of people are not happy um they introduced a new type of character banner for reruns Ooh. so our reruns we're gonna have two reruns at the same time we're gonna have eula and albedo's run, rerun ongoing at the same time Um,
0: Wait, so how does that work? Because didn't we cover last week, you know, the free-to-play, pay-to-win? Yeah. You can't generate enough primos within a banner time for a 10-pull. And a 10-pull is wishing for 10, you know, wishing for a character. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if you have my luck, you get a bunch of three-star weapons instead.
1: Yeah, so the guaranteed pull count is shared between both banners. So meaning if, like, you get Albedo your pity is automatically reset and you have to do like the whole, Oh, am I going to get lose the 50 50 and get Eula after, or am I going to get, um, one of the standard five stars if you try wishing for Eula? So that kind of sucks. Um, honestly seems like a money grab to me.
0: So can you explain that real quick uh, for people who haven't played Genshin or <laughs> haven't gone on a wishing spree like yours truly? What? Yeah. You can get a five star. That is considered what's called a standard, right? And that five-star is not one that's on any banner. It's just a, a watered-down generic five-star pretty much, right?
1: No. Um, there is a standard banner for all of the standard five-stars, but they're all collectively in one banner. Um, these five-stars are ones that like aren't event five-stars. Um, they're characters that you could get at any time. But are the thing with reruns in the um, seasonal banners are all characters that are, like, limited. Like, you either have to wait for the rerun, or you're not going to get them.
0: Oh. Interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. But a lot of people aren't happy about that, because it really just seems like they're catering to, like, whales who are impatient and don't want to have to wait 3 weeks for somebody else's rerun. I don't know. Wow. Genshin's kind of losing me here with this.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have the you pretty much have the um the shenanigans from the anniversary which killed uh a bit of the player base that mm-hmm. just played in between say, like, Final Fantasy or World of Warcraft patches. I just wanted to play something else. You lost them at the anniversary, and this sounds like a knee-jerk to try to bring the whales back. hmm That sound about right to you? Yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead, continue.
1: The only, like, plus side I could see of having the two reruns at once thing is maybe we're going to see um, other characters, like, more often. But honestly, it just seems like... A really dumb move i feel like they're gonna lose a lot of players like this yeah, but um after i agreed eula and albedo's rerun we're going to be getting Artaki ito's banner a lot of people are super excited for him he's the five star geo claymore on his banner is also going to be goro who we've seen in the storyline already who is the four star geo bow user so along with the update in the banner stuff. We also have Shadows Amidst Snowstorms, to- which is a major story event. Um, it's going to be taking place in the Dragonspine region. I'm not a fan of Dragonspine, but the event brings some like exploration minigames, some combat challenges, a free four-star sword weapon, which is the Cinnabar Spindle. It actually looks pretty cool. Um, Who along would you with put that ex- on? I want to say Albedo, oh, because he's... The event centers around Albedo and Eula, which I think is their reasoning for, like, doing their reruns at the same time. Okay. But I I didn't actually look into the stats at all, but it is a pretty weapon.
0: Nice. I don't see anything on the website. There's nothing up there. No. No. This morning. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're uh, trying to correct.
1: Yeah. But also in this little event feature, we're getting snowman decorating. you can collect stuff to decorate snowmans in your teapot. So cute.
0: Oh, that is cool. That's neat. Yeah.
1: a a Cute little wintery edition. I dig it. Uh, So other than that, we have two new artifact sets. uh, The Ocean-Hued Clam and then Husk of Opulent Dreams. They're going to be coming along with this update. Uh, Ocean-Hued Clam is going to be really good on healers. And the Husk of Opulent Dreams is going to be really good for your Geo characters. They're going to make them more viable for the current meta. Um, Lastly, with this 2.3 update, we're going to be getting an event called Bangtan Sango Case Files, the Warrior Dog. This one seems really neat. So this is another event that's going to be taking place in Inazuma. Players can earn rewards by rescuing animals that are being guarded by a ninja dog. Um, After this event, people can get this little gadget called the Omni Ubiquity Net. And it allows players to recreate animals from their homes. Um, with this update, we're also going to be able to add Paimon to our Serenity teapot.
0: Adding Paimon to the teapot? Can we keep her in there and just not have to deal with her anymore?
1: You're still going to have to deal with her, but you, you <laughs> can it. add her to your teapot now and interact with her there. Which I know a lot of people were waiting on. but Really? Even with everything with the new update, I still feel like they might be losing some players here.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, this definitely gone down to a a once-a-week login-type game for me.
1: Yeah, it's just very, very pay-to-win now, even more so than it was earlier.
0: Yeah, that's what it sounds like.
1: Yeah, that's about it for Genshin. Do we have anything for Pokemon?
0: Ooh, Pokemon Unite. So, remember we talked about Greedent, the, uh, the squirrel that stores... Uh, nuts in his mouth and his tail. He was completely broken. I think the win rate was something like 80%. Well, the devs came out and like, you know, they were like, you know what? That ability where he can steamroll and 1v5 everyone? Not as intended. They nerfed the hell out of him. So he's still a good tank, but he's not going to be overpowered. It kind of shocked the community, but didn't at the same time because he was just nuts. Uh, But, you know, we've talked about Pokemon... Staying on a schedule, and you know, it's odd that Legends Arceus is going to be pushed to January because normally January. that's oh, yeah, Legends Arceus is January, Pokemon BDSP, Brilliant Diamond, and Shiny Pearl is on the 19th.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that's next week, no?
0: Yep, oh, yeah, I gotta call GameStop. Um, but uh, Pokemon Unite is releasing Decidui on the 19th. <laughs> So Decidueye. Decidui Rowlet Isn't or rolled and Moon? Uh, No, yeah. is he?
1: I thought it was from Sun and Moon because he had like Rowlet, uh Liton, Poplio. And...
0: <gasps> Maybe I got him screwed up. I'm sorry. My apologies. Anyways, they're releasing Decidueye on the nineteenth, which I thought coincided with BDSP. Again, no, like really Diamond and yeah, you know what? Diamond and Pearl were kind of in that middle range for me. Well, I want to say you guys had just started playing Pokemon, mm-hmm. so maybe that's where I got to screw up. But again, they're releasing something on the 19th that everyone wanted. It's another ranged attacker. Um, it looks it looks really good. If you love the Pokemon games, just know that their releases will line up with each other. And, you know, the TCG stuff is this week. Yeah, it was this week. So they they line everything up, and that's kind of why they stay on track, and it takes them a long time to correct, like, ban Pokemon from VGC and whatnot, or adjust, do balance things in the TCG, because they they don't want to stop the train of steamrolled releases that coincide with their other games. Uh, Apologies on the stream right now. I got doggos and cats because my wife's at work. Yeah, that's it for Pokemon news. Uh, Action RPG news... Uh, Diablo 3, PTR is live. Uh, everyone was kind of stunned. Uh, that season went on for way too long. Uh, especially with Diablo 4 being pushed back indefinitely. Yeah, but, you know, another thing that other companies like to do is try to, uh, interrupt or drop something that's time sensitive on other game releases. So, Diablo 3's next season is going to drop on the 19th. So that's it for action RPG news. Uh, nothing really going on in uh, Path of Exile. Uh, shooter news. Um, you know, we talked about companies combating the um, Smurfing and the other RMT business. There was mm-hmm. a Twitch streamer, and I'm probably going to mess this up. He goes by the name It's Timmy. Uh, Yeah, he received a temporary ban in Valorant after doing a Twitch marathon, where he wanted to go from Iron to, I think it was Radiant. And, uh... You know, that is Smurfing because it's a new account. However, he checked in with a developer, let him know he was doing it for content, and they agreed that that account would be banned as soon as the marathon was over. I'm 100% down with that. You know, part of a game, part of advertising for the game and for content creators is to be be able to do stuff like this that people want to see. Can you take a free-to-play account and take it from the Dirt League to, you know, Grandmasters? And that's pretty much what he was doing. However, the systems they have in place, especially for Riot, they kind of overreach sometimes, and this is part of it. This is a this is an example of their software going a little too far and catching people that were even supposed to be exempt from this. Uh so it pauses Marathon, it took an hour. He had to contact the devs. The devs had to go in there and be like, you were in violation. And that's why the software stopped you. So we have to... I forget the the verbiage behind it. But uh, they allowed him to finish his marathon and then ban the account. So even their uh, anti-smurfing, when they're allowing it for content or whatever, it's still picking it up. Good or bad, I don't know. I don't like the Vanguard. And that's the program from... Uh, right? It uses up a lot of CPU stuff in the background. I always shut it down. Uh, Battlefield 2042. Early access started two hours ago? Five hours ago? Something like that. Uh, let us know if you like it. I'm probably not gonna check it out for about a month. Uh, yeah. It's just, you know, it's Battlefield. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Uh, tabletop news. Uh, Crimson Vow is now out. It's out on Arena. It's out on paper. Uh, it was really cool. They had Deborah and Wall from True Blood on their stream to debut or preview the cards oh yeah looked really cool and you know she was she was like the sweetheart innocent one for a while on true blood so it was neat to see her and she's done some things with like critical role in D. &D, so yeah uh i've not been able to get my hands on any crimson vow uh if you pop some boosters or went to a pre-release tell us what you got put it up on the discord uh the discord can be found on the show notes um that's it gaming news what do we got for anime
1: Okay, so or or should we just
0: roll into the topic? Because no, because
1: some some of this isn't related to the topic. These ones aren't, uh, like the first three that you see there. I got you. Aren't related to the topic.
0: Okay, all right.
1: Okay, so for anime, we actually have a lot of news today. I'm gonna start off with the stuff that's not related to our topic. Um, Spy X Family is getting an anime. Uh, I know this manga blew up recently. It actually seems really cute, though. I haven't read it yet. Um, it's little bit of a synopsis a manga about a spy who has supposed a family man so he gets a wife adopts a kid to play the part but he doesn't realize that his wife is actually an assassin and his daughter is a mind reader uh this anime is gonna be a collab between wit studios who's responsible for like attack on titan um say for like the fourth season because we know that's uh done by MAPPA and vinland saga uh, Cloverworks is also going to be working on this, so they're responsible for The Promised Neverland, fairy tale and Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. This is going to be released sometime in 2022, I believe. Um, other anime news, oh, nice. Bungo Stray Dogs Season 4 announced. There's no release date yet, but I think the last season, Season 3, came out in like 2019. And people were, like, desperately waiting for Season 4 to be released. So that's really cool. I think I've only caught up to, like, Season 2 of this anime. Uh, What else? Devil is a Part-Timer second season is getting an announcement on December 12th during the Nengeki Bunko Winter Festival Online. The event's going to happen at 8.50 p.m. JST. This anime aired in, like, 2013. I remember watching this in, like, middle school. Um, But Season 2 was actually announced in March. But I think we're going to be getting a release date uh during the event so yeah that's about it for the anime news that doesn't relate to the topic so let's get into our topic (laughs) netflix japan fest 2021
0: i like it (laughs)
1: okay so i didn't even know this was going on until afterwards so this event took place on november 9th through 10th it was hosted in tokyo we got like a bunch of anime announcements And some live action stuff, but we're gonna mostly be talking about the anime announcements here.
0: So, I got a question. So, these, these, uh, sorry, these animes that are releasing on Netflix, they're already out on Crunchyroll or are they gonna be exclusive to Netflix?
1: Some of these are gonna be exclusive to Netflix. I think all of these are gonna be exclusive to Netflix.
0: Is this something new Netflix has done? Because I didn't get an alert on my newsfeed that this was happening.
1: Uh, I know they released a bunch of, like, the trailers and stuff after the, like, event on YouTube, but I didn't get any announcements on Netflix either. All right. Sorry, I had to drink some water. No,
0: no, you're good. All right, I'm gonna let you carry this topic real quick. I gotta let my dog out. Go for it. Oh, no. I'll be back. I'll be watching you on my phone. You got this.
1: Oh, man. Okay. Oh, my God. Hello. Uh, so sorry about that. So, uh, Morthis went to let the dogs outside... I'm like, damn, it's really taking him a long time to get back upstairs. Like, I wonder what happened. And then he calls me downstairs and our dog Moose stepped in. I don't know, maybe some moose shit. (laughs) So that took a little bit to clean up. So sorry about the delay. He'll be back up in a minute so we can continue the rest of the podcast. But yeah, a bit of technical difficulties today. First, we got a late start uh my headset stopped working and now this so yeah of course it was moose it's always moose but yeah little little trouble today but still have some more to talk about so there's that i want to say i had like three or four more things left on the list and then he's gonna be giving his thoughts about netflix japan fest oh boy there's skunk outside that would make a lot of sense Still haven't seen a skunk here. Or a raccoon. Seen a fox, though. And some deer. Apparently my parents saw a bear. Still haven't seen a bear here. A lot of wildlife. Go outside more. I don't think I will. No. And animals? No, I'll see, I'll see trees and cars. And that's about it. And tents that fly into people's yards. Okay, Mortis is on his way back now. So we'll be starting up again in a few minutes or seconds. It doesn't take that long to get up the stairs. I think you guys can hear him. Oh, there he is. But yeah, we, we, yeah, we're going to be sticking to recording, um, the usual times that we were doing it. Oh yeah. So avoid technical difficulties.
0: Yes, Today. definitely. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can uh, hear you. okay Yeah, normally the podcast is a three-person team, but uh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for the gifted sub. I'm sure midnight uh, will appreciate it when he wakes up. Um, all right. So you left off I heard Jojo's bizarre.
1: Oh my god, that was at the very beginning. Should I just go back <laughs> over everything? Yeah, hit it. Oh my god. Okay, give me <sighs> sec. Let me drink some water. <laughs> a lot out of me. I feel like a newscaster.
0: I mean, gaming news. You know what I mean?
1: No, I'm the weatherman.
0: Are you the weatherman? Okay, yeah. So,
1: gonna <laughs> gonna redo this stuff with our topic, so we can at least get your input here. Topic for today is Netflix Japan Fest 2021. So, this was an event that was held November 10th and 9th in Tokyo, um, where they released details about a lot of upcoming Netflix Japan projects, such as, like, anime, which was all said on the first day of the event, November 9th, and then some live action. Stuff that we heard about on the tenth, but we're not really going to be covering live action stuff. We're mostly going to be covering JoJo's Bizarre. No, we're mostly going to be covering JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, <laughs> no, we're mostly going to be covering um, anime stuff. Hey, quick Adventure.
0: Real quick, something neat that you told me while we were discussing because we discussed the topic like during yeah. the week. There was a an anime that actually released as a manga, and you told me about this. And it did what three three books. And was, then it was cancelled and now it's no, one of the best things on Netflix?
1: It, it was a three episode anime. That was actually last on the list, but I guess we could cover that now before we do any of our anime stuff.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're big into anime and Netflix and, you know, stuff like Squid Games, I think I think that's a that's a good segue into this. What do you think?
1: Yeah, so if you like Squid Games, you're gonna like Alice in Borderland. So Alice in Borderland is a live-action show on Netflix, it's part of like the death game genre. I didn't know this until I actually researched it a bit, but this was originally a manga, which came out in 2010, which was later adapted into an anime, three-episode anime, in 2014. I had no idea that this live-action show had an anime. The live-action actually came out in 2020, so it came out after all of this, and it did a lot better. than the anime itself oh yeah like
0: i think uh once we finished squid game um
1: we immediately started watching that because it was uh next and recommended and it, it was, was really good
0: yeah it was next and recommended and i was like oh something else i gotta watch but it was dubbed right
1: uh yeah they had subbed and dubbed but yeah. i personally don't like um the dubs for <laughs> live action things
0: no it kind of messes me yeah, i get it but you know i was skeptical i'm like i mean it's recommended let's see I it was good and we finished it, and then you told me it was only a three episode manga, which is very odd. Uh, a a three episode anime, which is very odd. Yeah. Very, very odd. Short. And the fact that Netflix even took the risk after the anime didn't do so well.
1: It did okay, but definitely not as.
0: Not well something for every- a live action. Yeah. yeah. So so as uh, Parasite Nine continues this, just realize that uh Crunchyroll and Funimation better keep their eyes out because Netflix is uh
1: is really hopping on the anime train right
0: now. Really hopping on the anime train. Um
1: but about Alice in Borderland, I didn't actually get to the announcement. Oh, um my bad. season Go ahead. two <laughs> season two of Alice in Borderland was confirmed. Uh it's gonna be coming out in twenty twenty two. No official release date yet, but we do know that we are getting a season two of the show. So now would be a good time to watch season one Um, catch up. Uh, It is really good. I I really like this. While we're on the topic of live action, um, we're going to be getting a Yu Yu Hakusho live action show. Uh, It's confirmed for sometime in 2023. Uh, Never really seen Yu Yu Hakusho. I do have it on DVD. (laughs) Never got around to watching it, though. But this anime is like a 90s anime. I heard it has a pretty big following so i definitely check it
0: out i have never heard of it and you said you have a dvd
1: yeah um cora miss cora oh from sunrise games and comics yeah yeah so family friend who used to own a comic store gave me a lot of stuff like when she was closing the store down um and that was times. one of the things i got yeah
0: yeah i definitely want to fly back to el paso and interview her for my I interview series yeah
1: i miss miss cora
0: yeah she ran a comic book shop for over 40 years i think she was uh, the longest running comic book and gaming store in el paso texas
1: mm-hmm. big part of my childhood spent oh, yeah. there
0: unfortunately my bad
1: <laughs> okay so that that about wraps it up for um live-action stuff, I'm going to start with the biggest announcement we have, which is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Stone Ocean. This is going to be premiering worldwide on December 1st. Said Netflix is going to be dropping the first 12 episodes all at once. Not sure when the latter half of the series is coming out, though. Um, I know a lot of people are really excited for this to be adapted. I think this is the part of JoJo where Jolene comes in. I really like her character design, though I haven't watched JoJo. Okay, um, so
0: I got a question. I've watched yes. two or three episodes of JoJo, mm-hmm. and when they say it's bizarre, it's bizarre.
1: It's very bizarre.
0: So Netflix is going to drop 12 episodes at once. Does like mm-hmm. Funimation or Crunchyroll already have these episodes?
1: No, so I actually read up on this a little bit. It's going to be dropping uh, the first 12 episodes at once, and then sometime after it's gonna be streaming on other services but netflix is the first to the game with jojo with this new so
0: they locked down the rights and it's is it coming out subbed and dubbed
1: um probably just subbed first it usually takes a while for the uh dubs to come out
0: so i know we had that conversation with the chat last week about how long it takes for dubs to come out but Mm -hmm. i think that netflix is bankrolled enough i wouldn't be surprised if all 12 episodes come out subbed and dubbed. And for someone, know. a consumer like me, who, you know, likes to multitask, if Netflix is dropping stuff that is dubbed and subbed before anyone else has it dubbed, uh, I'm going to point my money that way.
1: I don't know, though, because with the anime that they've released recently, like, Blue Period is still coming out. Comey Can't Communicate is still coming out. There's no dub version yet. There's no and, those are version Netflix
0: excu- and those are Netflix exclusives? Yes,
1: they're Netflix exclusive right now. Dang.
0: Okay, I was hoping. I was reaching a little yeah, bit.
1: Yeah, I think it, u- it usually takes a few months for dubs to start coming out. But I've heard good things about JoJo's dub and sub, not really a debate, like, between which is better of those.
0: Uh, yeah, I watched the dub, and <laughs> it's just bizarre. The voice acting was great. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely one of on my list. I, I do want to start that sometime. Not sure when, but...
0: We got the holidays coming up. We're gonna be bored. We do. Mm-hmm. All right,
1: next on the list, um... I think the second biggest announcement, we have the prequel to Kakeguri. Kakeguri Twins was announced. It's gonna be animated by Studio Mappa, who did um Jujutsu Kaisen, like the fourth season of Attack on Titan. Oh, one of my favorites. Um, it's gonna be released in August of twenty twenty two. Not sure if there's like a specific release date yet. I didn't see anything. Uh storyline focuses on Mary Satome before Yumeko transfers to her school a year after. Um I think this is going to be a bit more laid back from what i read than, like, the original, like, Kakekuri. Not too sure, though. Um, Next on the list, we have Egratsuko Season 4. It uh, has a solid release date for December 16th of this year. We also got a new trailer on Netflix's YouTube channel thing. And I'm guessing oh. the first three seasons were on Netflix, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's a Netflix original, too um for those of you who don't know agatsuko is a sanrio character so like you know hello kitty my melody um she's from that company (laughs) and yeah she got her own anime it's super cute super cute anime i really like it have a shirt of it little headband of it really like a laid-back one something you can put on in the background when like you're bored definitely recommend it it doesn't seem like something that i would have watched at first because it's just like little animal caricatures but it's really cute so really excited for season four next up we have tiger and bunny season two so tiger and bunny actually came out in 2011 april of 2011 so it's been about 10 years of waiting for a season two um season two is actually going to release in april of 2022 oh so that's a little over 10 years yeah that's a little over 10 years so like 11 years Yeah. If so really what easy- is
0: what is tiger bunny i'm looking at it and i'm like oh is that a gundam
1: yeah, yeah it looks kind of weird but it's actually about two like superhero partners um in a city where corporations and like companies will sponsor heroes and put their like battles and their feats on tv i don't know it looks really neat oh um, i've heard it a lot about a, this one too
0: yeah it was a one-shot <laughs> it was a one-shot manga that's why it's taken a decade.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've heard wow. a lot about this one too. When um, I've looked for like anime reconda- recommendations, it's not, like more on the obscure side, but it actually does have a pretty big following. Um, there was also yeah. two movies. Hmm. I think there was one in 2012, one in 2014, uh, and the second season is going to take place after the events of the 2014 movie.
0: Okay, and it looks like uh, Bandai Namco Pictures. Is scheduled to release it. Hmm. Oh, so uh, I'm pretty sure we we're, we're gonna see some dope figures then. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I might have to check that out. That's right up my alley.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Next up, we have Vampire in the Garden anime. Uh, I heard a lot about this one too. Um. We have some really nice like collaboration on this one. Uh, it's gonna be from anime studio Wit who did. As we know, like, the first three seasons of Attack on Titan. uh, It's going to have Boruto's animation director, Attack on Titan, and Jojo's art director. And then Empire of Corpses and Hellsing Ultimates director.
0: Wow, we're just rolling with the vampire stuff.
1: I know, I love it.
0: (laughs) Good vampire stuff. Not Mm shiny vampires, but good vampire stuff.
1: But the animation for this already looks, like, really pretty. So, super excited for this one. Another one I'm really excited for, Exception. Exception. This is a horror anime that's confirmed for 2022, and it's gonna have character designs by Yoshitaka Amano, who's known for his work in Final Fantasy and for Vampire Hunter D.
0: And he is uh, the 2D artist for Final Fantasy, not the 3D artist from yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah, he's done a lot 14. of
1: like, um, what was it, like the cover work? Like he the does the art? cover,
0: the box art, and the. Um, um, some uh, character
1: design not for uh the newest final fantasy i don't think
0: he does the the 2d character designs uh and he did the 2d character designs for like the first 10 8 final fantasies
1: something like that i don't know i haven't really played final fantasy i don't know a whole lot about it Mm -hmm. but i know he's um very crucial part of final fantasy yeah
0: they like they like to keep uh Good strong talent and mm-hmm. take care of them, and it's like a family over there. It's just unfortunate that Square Enix uh, is the parent company.
1: But um after seeing like some Final Fantasy characters designs, I'm really excited for this since he's designing a lot of the characters in this horror anime. And I mean, it's a horror anime. Who isn't excited for those? Me. Well, you're lame. Okay, so next <laughs> up we have uh, Detective Conan is getting two spinoff series, not one but two. Um, so one is going to be on the culprit of Hanazawa. And the other is going to be on Zero's Tea Time. So both of these spin off series already have their own spin off manga series. So each one has their own, like, little manga series, which is kind of neat. Detective Conan also reached its, like, 100th volume published in October. It's, so, like, a total of 100 volumes altogether. That's kind of a lot. I know One Piece reached its 100th volume a while back too
0: i don't think that's out of the ordinary i mean it's probably definitely top 25 percent, maybe because naruto i mean look at all the other enemies that have been going on forever
1: yeah but the uh the of conan is actually the fourth best-selling manga series of all time
0: of all time wow yeah hmm i did not know that
1: i've still never seen it i have heard a lot about it another thing on my watch list that I have yet to get to. All right, we also have Seven Deadly Sins is receiving a two-part movie called The Grudge of Edinburgh. It's coming in 2022, and it's based on Meliodas' son. Not gonna go too much into that. Um, don't really know a whole lot about Seven Deadly Sins and didn't really get a whole lot of information on this one. Just that, oh, it's a two-part movie. And that's about it. No release date. This one looked really cute. I really like the concept of this one so this anime is called orbital children uh we got a release date for january 28th of 2022 it is a six episode series um so the storyline begins in the year 2045 where space travel has become easy for everybody and it's about a group of children who were born on earth meeting a bunch of kids who were born on the moon on a trip to the space station so this one looks really cute
0: Oh, so that must happen after Battlefield 2042, then. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Yeah, but this one looks cute. Um, I'll definitely give this one a watch. I mean, it's only six episodes. It's going to be pretty short. Uh, I think we only have like one more thing on this list and didn't really get a whole lot of information about this. It, Kotaro Lives Alone. Um, this is a story about a four-year-old boy who, uh, <laughs> you guessed it, he lives alone. Uh, No release date for this. It's coming in 2022. Little cute slice of life anime i heard he goes on adventures every day with his little toy sword more like slice
0: of cps
1: yeah i mean (laughs) he's a four-year-old boy and he gets his own apartment um i I know it's based on a manga but i haven't read it so like reading the synopsis for this one i'm kind of like oh that's nice he's how old again He's four?
0: Wow, that really sets the standard, like, really high up there for you kids now.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Because I could be like, you know, when I was four, I had my own apartment.
1: Yeah, when I was six, I owned a house. (laughs) When I was eight, I bought my own yacht. I don't know. But that one looks kind of cute, too. Um, Okay. That's actually about it for the list of, like, anime announcements.
0: Man, so that was just all anime and all from Netflix.
1: Yeah, I really like that netflix is going so big into anime right now
0: yeah if i was a crunchy roll or a funimation i'd be worried i'd be really worried right now
1: we have a lot of like good netflix only titles too like netflix even like before this announcement netflix has just been like popping out like a bunch of animes and i know a lot of people were skeptical at first like oh it's a netflix original like it's not gonna be good but Netflix actually has some pretty good animes that are like Netflix original.
0: Oh yeah. No, it's uh it's definitely gonna change the landscape of anime if they if they really lean into this. And like I said, they roll pretty deep with their pockets. hmm Alright. Well that's been the podcast for this week. I've been your host, Mortis Fo, and my co-host Parasite 9. Be safe, stay sane, and we'll catch you later.
1: Bye everybody.
0: Thanks for being with us on this episode of Need to Carry Bro Podcast. Join us next week on launch day for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. You can write into the show at MurtesFavor at gmail.com. That's M-U-E-R-T-E-S-F-A-V-O-R at gmail.com. Or you can at us in the Discord with your favorite Pokemon, how you started in Pokemon, and if you're excited for the remakes. Thank you to our Twitch subscribers who support the show monetarily. Solastera, Grim Gaming, LLC, Forge is God, Ghoulish Midnight, Parasite 9, XDMR 2, Tai Long, Fireside Terror, Edgar13414, and Kaioken Connor. Be safe, stay sane, and we'll catch you on the next one.